Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to your favorite podcast on Monday. We're excited to dive into today, 1 Peter chapter 1. Dive in. And before we dive in, though, I have a special news. Drum roll, please. Today is Bobby Jean's birthday! Yay! Yay! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> Happy birthday! Woo! There you go! <laughs> yes! And the donut! Welcome! Parkour! Thanks, everybody! It's Bobby's birthday. That? Wow. And God bless you all for hiding back there for a long time. <laughs> Johnny's got a pair of Crocs. So, hey, this, this episode's full. Hey, you want a donut? Happy birthday. I do want a donut. Happy birthday, oh, precious. You guys. Bobby has caught up to me. She's the big three, four. And I am. I can't think of a better way to celebrate your birthday than doing a podcast with you. It's awesome. I know. Oh, my. I am I am shocked. I This has never happened to me before. And we have orchestrated so many different jumping through hoops today. Just because of like the rain and what I've stuff been texting them for the last half hour, oh letting them know, guys, I'm sorry. Word. Cruise had a blowout. Kids are in the nursery waiting for Cruise to get over here, <laughs> and we made it. We're here, and you got donuts to eat in a little bit. We'll have one with the team. I'm gonna put them right here so I can look at them. Oh, oh. My. all right. So if you see Bobby today, we're gonna shoot her a message. Say happy birthday. We <laughs> well, love you. Know what you think about Crocs? Yeah, too. let's know what you think about Crocs too. <laughs> oh, all right, there's my, the right answer. My. All right. Okay. Now we'll dive wow. in. First Peter one and happy birthday. Thank you. Um, what nice. I love about this chapter now is yeah. Peter and Jesus's ongoing relationship. They've had a relationship for a long yeah. time. And you think about some of the key moments Peter had with Jesus. It's Jesus calling Peter. It's um, Peter opening his mouth and speaking when he shouldn't. It's Peter being yeah. on the inner circle with James, John, Peter. Transfiguration. It's Peter denying. Yeah. You can keep that there. You rock that. It's good. <laughs> Brings out the color in your eyes. Oh, red. <laughs> that deep red. <laughs> and, uh, and I think about him denying Christ. And so he's yeah. been through it. And you watch Up him transform over the time of being a loud mouth, quick speaker, um, slow to think, to the one who is speaking about love and defending the faith and dying on a cross upside down for the Lord. Yep. And that's, that's Peter. And so he opens up. And hmm. the opening is very important. It talks about how he's writing to... The exiles, basically, exiles scattered throughout the province of Pontus, Galatia, mm-hmm. Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, to be obedient to Jesus Christ, sprinkled with his blood. Mm-hmm. And so there you see, there's an election. There's God saying, you are my people, I have chosen you. The yeah. people have responded to the call of God, and it comes with a responsibility. Because if you mm-hmm. look at verse... Uh, the end of verse two, it says, you are called by the Father, Son, Spirit to be obedient yeah. to Jesus. So whenever you understand like the, the realization of, wow, God's known me, his foreknowledge, a plan before the creation of the world, yep. that doesn't mean we get to sit down on our hands and say, kumbaya, I'm in, and now I'm going to float through life right. my merrily happy way. It's now you're <laughs> called and have a responsibility to live out at your life as a saved person. Right. And and it's going to be a sanctifying process. Mm-hmm. Sanctifying meaning like you're going through the refiner's fire mm-hmm. and the edges are being shaved down 
and you're being conformed to the image of Christ. Yeah. And it's that, that purification process. I like the picture as you keep reading in verses three and five, like about the process and about living and what this looks like. Um, first of all, the heading, it, it might say to you, praise God for a living hope. The word living, the words living hope, I feel like are like, if you could define like where you're at with the Lord in the earth, on the earth today, because of what he's done, it would be living hope. Yeah. Like when we grieve, we don't grieve without hope. When we're walking through trials, which is kind of what Peter's getting at here, we, we actually have hope that's alive and active in Christ. And I love the language that he uses here. I think it's verse four. The inheritance is kept in heaven for you. Hmm. who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation is ready to be revealed in the last time. And so in this, it's kind of the idea that like we've talked about before, like when you're in Christ, you can't be lost. Mm -hmm. And what that means is like, you know, people get the picture of sheep and goats and how sometimes it's like, oh, well, I was, I, I was a goat. But now I'm in Christ and now I'm a sheep. And the reality is no, actually, no, you've always been a sheep and you were lost. And now you're becoming attuned to the voice of the shepherd. And now you know the shepherd and and the shepherd's not going to lose you. And if there happens to be wanderings, like your your safety is still kept in the shepherd. It's not Mm. because you're some genius sheep all of a sudden. And so I love the picture of that and these these verses and what that means and how like how... Our, our security, our resurrection and living hope is, is kept by God because of God and by God. And then the, as the chapters continue, it's such a good thing because then six and nine talk yeah. about like testing and trials and how it's so sure. ugly. Again, when I think saved people need to live like saved people. And, yeah. and when you understand that you're kept by God and there's that security blanket there, you're going to be freed up to, to follow God radically, to yeah. take risks and to um, endure to endure hardship because Jesus tells us many times you have trials and tribulations. Right. You're going to experience sorrows, hardships, and difficulties in life. Like expect this. And mm-hmm. yet we're told we're kept, we're secure. And that's because God is refining us, sanctifying us, molding us to be the people he wants us to be forever. Right. Forever. <laughs> and, and sometimes I get caught up in the now. And it's like I need to have a bigger kingdom. Yeah eternal perspective mm-hmm. as to what's happening right now. Well, I like what you said, like we risk more because we understand that we're loved more. Yeah. Like in, and how there is like this um, symbiotic relationship that's like, we understand not only our depravity and our depth and our need, but also the grandiose nature of God more. And so how that like moving forward as we mature and as we are refined and as we move in Christ likeness, there is like, um, it's, I think Grandpa Corver says it's it it really is moving glory to glory like yeah. it is just like a slow transition yeah. transformation for yeah. sure. And the refiner's fire can become a good thing when we do go through those trials in yeah. life. Um, verses ten through twelve it talks about how th- now we have this ministry of the church that's been passed on from the prophets to Jesus to the church, and it's fulfilling the words of the prophets. And now we're called to follow Jesus today and be re- and remember that we're part of something so much bigger. Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. I I see the streamers, and I still can't, like, get over what just happened. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't expect it either because, I yeah, I was like, oh, Bobby, we got kids going left, right, up, down, I think down, I'm not going to expect it anywhere. I'm, yeah. like, listening to you when I look at your knee. I'm like, okay, I'm this sorry. This brings out the color in my eyes. I'm sorry. Keep blue. going. You're saying good stuff. Anyways, we're, just... we're part of a bigger story. Yep. And I think anytime you know that you're part of something bigger than yourself, 
whether it's part of a band or a team or some club or, I don't know, maybe a project at work, it's exciting. I would so much yeah. rather be part of something bigger than myself and do my own project yeah. by alone. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of that growing up, I wasn't like that, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you're good at track and tracks, uh, you're all by yourself most no. of the time. So, but yeah, but, totally but another kind of odd verse though is verse 12. It talks about the yeah. angels. Let's talk about it. It says, it is revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of the things they have now told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, even angels long to look into these things. Mm. And so when you think about this again, here's a reminder that there's a spirit realm interacting with the earthly realm. Yeah. And while that's happening, the angels are all watching. These spirit beings are watching to see, you know, what did it look like for God's plan to unfold a couple mm-hmm. thousand years ago? But even now, they're looking at the church. Ephesians 3 talks about the manifold wisdom of God being made known to the spirit realm through the church, the bride of Christ. Mm-hmm. And the spirits, spirits are looking at what's happening in our world and, and how the body of Christ is ministering in exile, in a broken and hurting world, telling people about Jesus enduring the refiner's fire, yet the kingdom of God's growing. People are committing themselves to Christ and these angels are looking in right. and participating. <laughs> yeah. And so 1 Corinthians 4 talks about this as well. In 1 mm. Corinthians 10, if you want to look up other passages, mm. that angels are here to serve the Lord, to administer to us and to participate in this, this kingdom movement. Mm. Then what happens then from verses 13 on, it talks about, hey, God's saying, I'm holy. You need to be holy. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you need to roll up your sleeves and um, participate, participate in what yeah. God's calling you to do. And I, I really like, I remember Johnny's sermon, Pastor Johnny. Okay. It might have been New Year's Day where he used mm. that that image of his phone Oh yeah, and right. the dongle. I think it's called a dongle. Wow, didn't such, know such that. A, such I a must funny have name. It. Whoever named the thing a dongle, you know, <laughs> setting yourself up for jokes. Um, the dongle is the thing that is an adapter that converts the old headphones oh, yep. to the new audio iPhone plug-in. Jack. They, I read they made like billions of dollars off that little device alone. It's rude. They knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's just change the the port shape so we can charge everyone right. twenty bucks to buy this dongle. Dongle. And uh, here we go. So, but but what happens is we can't be holy. God says, I'm holy. You need to be holy. Why are we talking about the dongle, though? What were you because saying? Jesus, what does that serve as? So going back, I yeah. like to say the word dongle. Oh, dongle. my focus. No, Jesus is like the dongle. That's what Johnny said. <laughs> I know. I knew Johnny said that. But so the no, headphone attached, there's a, this connection point to God and his holiness. And it's not that, that you have awesome. to have. Yeah. You got to have the dongle. You got to have Jesus. Yeah. Right. And he is the one who connects us to the Father and right. allows us that, that holiness to be trans, transferred to us. Yep. We're not holy, but that holiness is like applied to us. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. what, that's what God does. And so the end of this kind of talks about why we should live life as a holy person. And right. that's because God gave up everything for you mm-hmm. and for me. I look at verse 19, the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world. Right? This wasn't some yeah. whimsical plan of going, oh, crap, people oh, It sin. just happened to fall into What place. am I going to yeah. do now? Mm-hmm. God's like, I, I, I know it's going to happen when I create it. these people uh, who yeah. I love in my image. So we're going to have the plan ready. Jesus, you're going. Yeah. And Jesus willingly went. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how we're being born again and called to be part of this awesome family. But that requires yeah. repentance. That requires following God. It requires yeah. being with God in the refiner's fire. It, it requires transformation into the person God made you to be and submitting to the scriptures and again, repenting daily and yep. being set apart from the ways of the world and being connected via relationship with Jesus. So God's holiness can be applied to you. Yeah. 
um, it's not passive. It's, it's you are, well, God's wants applying it to you, but you're called into this relationship to participate with him. Right. So, man, this was fun. What a good podcast. <laughs> no, it was. Okay, hey, you I'm guys. I'm ready to eat one of these donuts right I now. I know. Well, I'm it's Monday. Um, Bobby's birthday. My goodness. Thanks for being with us. Talk to us about First Peter when you see us or online somewhere. Where's or- your happy birthday and tell us <laughs> what you think about Crocs. I know that too. I am curious about that. I am curious about that. Okay. All right. God bless you all. Have a fantastic week. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.